Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spees in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, season two, episode eight. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever, wherever, however you're choosing to listen to this podcast. I just want to say thank you. I love you. And without you, trust me, this experience that we're sharing right now, this moment in time, as we speak, as we are engaged, it's not taken for granted. That's what I'm always expressing. Thank you for taking time out of your day just to listen. That's awesome because we're growing in awareness, we're growing in consciousness. And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of gimmicks out there. There's a lot of copycats out there. But there can only be one. Because we are all one. <laughs> and you already know Pal Pullen is in attendance. He is posted up in his favorite spot. Shout out to Pal. <laughs> He's helping operate camera A today. Took a break from camera B. Shout out to him. Hmm. Pal said, you know what? I'm just trying to control what I can control. I said, you know what, pal? You're right. That's all you can do. In our lives, we want control. Like, I don't know if y'all have ever been in a relationship or not. But usually one is going to want more control. That's usually how it goes. It's a constant power struggle. From the beginning of the relationship all the way to the end. But it's a beautiful struggle because it's all about the perspective, all about how you perceive your struggle within the relationship to be. A lot of modern day relationships, they tend to deteriorate or stay together because of social media. Because when you publicize your relationship, if you're the type to do that, if you're, you know, if you want to constantly show off your queen, your king, 
when you do that, you have to understand that you're subjecting yourself, your better half, if you will, to the world of social media. AKA, you're giving the world access to her willingly. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Because in a lot of relationships now, if you're not shown off on social media, then it's not real. It doesn't exist. We are visual creatures. So as we speak, people want to see what's behind it. Naturally, it's human nature. It's interesting when we look at the word control. It really is. Because when you look at the word con, it means to deceive, we know that. Then troll, it's like we're in a troll society now. Nowadays, disrespect pays off. It's marketed as good business. There's a theory out there that all attention is good attention. However, some say it's true. Not true. But some say it's important to keep some things private, some things within. But disrespect, it seems like that is the easiest way to gain some attention. But does it really pay off in the long run? Something to think about. Are we really in control of our lives? That is what is on a lot of our minds. Because no matter how much we think we are in control, some things in life just do not go our way.
just was not, for some reason, aligned with our path. <clears throat> Do we get frustrated when we don't get what we want? Or do we be thankful that that opportunity was not given to us? And this constant power struggle with our emotions with our relationship with ourselves, with our relationship with the self. We're balancing a lot. We're in control of our emotions up to a certain point. Like we can manifest certain emotions, but every day we're being influenced by something. We're not in control of what's going on in the sky. However, in the Bible, it says that man rules over beasts. And the temperature. So when it's, when the Bible says something like that, right? For some reason, I always relate it back to the self. Certain emotions make me upset, makes my blood boil, makes my temperature rise within. But as soon as I take a deep breath, I feel a calmness. I feel a breeze coming within. It is a way to cool off. Maybe that's what it means. A lot of the clues and keys in life are right in front of us. But we can't control when it is that we receive the message. 
because it's funny how we can all watch a, a movie and all come out with different perspectives and be 100% sure that our way of thinking was right. And then we hear somebody else's perspective of how they thought the movie turned out and they're like, oh man, I didn't even think of it. I didn't even think of it like that. Like, I watched this movie last night. Fucked my mind up. I can't even remember what it was called. But it was on Netflix. I think the movie was called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. The movie was wild. Mind fuck. I was like, what am I watching? I'm seeing the janitor mop the whole time. <laughs> it's this girl's first road trip with her boyfriend of six weeks. She's already going to go meet the family. And then when she gets to the house, well, I guess we can talk about the car ride a little bit. The car ride was a little awkward. It seemed like her boyfriend was reading her mind. It was like there was some telepathy going on there. And it was really interesting how it was shot because most of the film was shot on one camera, right? And a lot of the edits were non-minimal or, or were, were very minimal because of how it flowed, how the camera flowed to get the different perspectives, the different, the different personalities of the characters. And then also to show the depth and the range of the set was, I thought it was amazingly shot. But it was a great, great plot too. Because it really captured, you know, the dynamics of a relationship. Especially when you're thinking about, well, is this guy the one? Is this girl the one? How do I know? Do I stick it out? Or do I suffer? It's interesting. Because you can stick out a relationship, mentally check out and just suffer within. Cheat and do all that just to keep your significant other happy. Because at that point, they're just doing anything to stay with you. And then at that point, you have power over the relationship. You got a person. You know what I mean? Like. At least that's how it can be perceived. 
Because when you love unconditionally, there's no bounds, no limits. Like Mother Teresa. She's so profound in what she did because it didn't matter what kid was sick. She'd do her best to try to heal him. Because in her heart, every every child's like her child. That's the faith that she had. One of the conflicts with religion and the self is that is is that it it makes you conform to a certain standard of living that in many ways is outdated. But if we look at how many times the Bible has been rewritten, reconstructed, how many religions continue to be formed, how many belief systems continue to be indoctrinized every day. It makes you wonder what is real God is used sometimes to put fear in people but I never thought God should be feared just like I've always thought my parents should never be feared. I should never fear my parents. But I always fear disappointing them. That's the difference. So you know the feeling of not wanting to disappoint God. And then when you have people telling you that you're living a certain way that's not conducive to the rules and the boundaries and the parameters that have been set by this book that you're not sure that you believe in all the way, but you're trying because you're trying to grow faith.
but it just does not, it just doesn't click. Do you have control over that? Because a belief system does not resonate with you. I think that it's a good thing if somebody is aware of that. Because in the Bible, it also says, seek and you shall find. It's interesting. Because if you look real hard for something, you will find that shit. It will, it will reveal itself because you're aligned to that frequency. You're, or at least you're trying to. You're vibing with that. Every day you're getting ideas to solve that mystery, crack that code. When in reality, everything is solved. All we're doing is just discovering what has already been discovered. And once we discover it, we shed light on it to the world. So none of the credit is ours because we got here and we are experiencing this life as one consciousness. That's why it's good that certain things don't resonate with certain people because then they are able to discover new belief systems, new paths that they can shed the that they, that they can shed light on to the world. So what do we really have control over? In this land of free will, we really just have control over our choices. But the word control, it really does not mean shit. But if you have, if you have the will to do something, that's a whole lot of power that you're bringing to dance with the struggle. Because the struggle is going to bring the will out of you to be determined to get out of the situation that you're in to elevate because we are here to grow and change never stops we have no control over that 
We do have control over our actions, though. We get great ideas every day. Every hour of the day. It could be every second of the day. But we act on the ones that we think is best for us. We act on the ones that are going to bring us the pleasure. We act on the ones that are... Because, you know, we, they're going to bring us the gratification right now. Usually when we say, what's in it for me, it's right now. Because when we think in the mind, when we hear four or five years down the road, we're like, man, that's a long time. But these days really go by like a snap of the finger. Then four or five years ends up being right now. Then we might kick ourselves in the foot because we didn't take advantage of the opportunity that we had back then. But that's okay because the beauty of life every day when we wake up, we have the power and the will to act. We can make the choices that are best for us. And what's best for us is best for the world. So just by being you, you make the world a better place. By doing that, you will, you will naturally align with people who are like-minded, yet different. And it will still challenge you mentally. It will still challenge your perspective. The more that we are willing to see different perspectives, the more willing we are better to understand this life, this world that we are living in. Especially since we're all gods, we're all spiritual beings. Not all of us are aware of that. And we have no control over that. We have no control over that. We can't change people. But it is shown that we can program people. We can grow. We, we can program people. We can program. We can program anything. But just look at television. Have you, ever, have you ever gone to a concert? Have you ever gone to a live show, a live sporting event? I went to a magic show, right? 
I was involved with the magic show. I got picked out of the crowd. <laughs> Somehow, sometimes that shit happens to me quite frequently. That uh, was funny. It was like the, the last, the last trick. They're going to make me disappear. And I was hyped because I, I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to know how they make people disappear like that. Like, what is the illusion behind that? Because they were going to cut me in half and all that. And so I got into this little box, laid down. Then they were going to cut my body in half. But I could see them do that part. So I was like, what? Because when the, um, you know, what's that thing that they use? When they're like, off with this head! And the thing comes down. I cannot think of the name right now. But, you know, they had them tuck their heads into the thingy. Then they had the blade. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's killing me that I cannot name it right now, but put it in the comments. Anyway, they took one of those, cut the box in half. It's like, what the, the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, how they do that? Cause I didn't feel my legs didn't chop or nothing. I'm still like, I still got. I'm like, how do they do that? And then they're like, all right, we're gonna put the box back together, blah blah blah. And then we're gonna close this and we're gonna make them disappear. So they close whatever, the top of the box, right? And then I'm still on the stage. They open the box up. They didn't see me. They really thought I disappeared. Shit was amazing. Because I was right the fuck there. <laughs> if I wanted to, I could have yelled like, hey, I'm still here and all that. But I was like, what? That was... I was in the moment. I was just in shock. But it also was being an actor at the same time. It's a cool experience. And this life is all about experiences. So. What are you willing to act on? Because at the end of the day, when we get, when we get to the end of the road, we're just going to have our memories. What memories do you want to reflect on? We love daydreaming. Our memories sometimes inspire us to create more. And creativity is the key to life. That's what we're here for. I don't like the word control though, personally, me speaking. Because we have control over nothing. It's God's world. It's God's plan. We just have the will to act on our thoughts. And we also have the will not to act. We have that choice. So the choice is yours. <laughs> the choice is yours. That is it for season two, episode eight of the What Is Life podcast. 
As always, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever, wherever, however you're choosing to watch this, listen to this episode. Thank you. If you haven't, or I'm probably just now announcing this, but you can watch these episodes on YouTube. We're starting to upload them there. So, if you got any comments, got any questions, any questions, drop a comment. <laughs> oh, man. If you made it this far, you're a special soul. I love you. You're awesome. And stay tuned for episode nine. As always, it is your boy, your host, Sensei Speaks. Sensei Speaks. Signing off. Peace.